it has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! And then, I'll get it all set up for later on. Last night was Raw. A lot of stuff to talk about on that show. The Fiend beating up Seth Rollins. Laying him out. Oh my god, everything's everything's making noise for me here today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it all off. Watch this. There we go. Alright, let's get on to the show here today. All sorts of stuff to talk about on last night's edition of Raw. Once again, The Fiend... Actually, The Fiend laid out Braun Strowman. And Seth Rollins was left shrieking in the corner like a child. What did you think of The Fiend last night? I want to talk about this when we come back from the break, because talked about it on Observer Radio last night. I feel I need to clarify my stance, because some people were very upset about what I said. But hey, it's my opinion. I'm going to tell you why I think certain things. And if you disagree, you're welcome to talk about it with us here today. The phone number, 844-411-5411. That is toll-free, 844-411-5411. And text messages, 425-780-7566. We could talk about Raw last night. Impact Wrestling, moving to a new night. We'll tell you about that. If you, if you do not have enough professional wrestling in your life, especially after October 2nd when AEW and NXT are going head-to-head on Wednesdays, there is even more coming with Impact Wrestling on Access Television. And more of you than ever will be able to have access to Access so Impact should have a new audience here soon. Uh, increased numbers. We can talk about that here today. Plus a bunch of New Japan notes, lineups, and more. Back in a moment to kick it off. Wrestling Observer Live. The wall's falling through the floor. Just as well to keep it. Get some game in store. You're with me now. We'll be again. Other points in between. And the cool, cool morning. Living right is easy. 
At Aaron's, we believe good people are all around us. In fact, you hear it on the news all the time. People formed a human chain to rescue a man during the storm. That's why Aaron's approves good people other stores won't. Your credit isn't the best? That's fine. Need more time to pay? Let's work it out. Want hundreds of options from top brands? Just lease with Aaron's. We even deliver to you for free. Because good people always deserve better. Aaron's. Easy, beautiful, affordable. At the Home Depot, we appreciate pros. That's why we created Pro Extra, built just for pros with exclusive benefits like volume pricing, purchase tracking, and paint rewards. Plus, now pros can save even more time with the new Pro Experience on the Home Depot app. Find products fast in store, access special member savings, and use the new Pro Extra virtual ID at checkout. All from the convenience of your phone. Become a Pro Extra member today and receive $20 off your next in store purchase. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So I want to talk about The Fiend. Mike, I'm sure, has got a lot to say about The Fiend. I'm a much bigger fan of The Fiend than Mike is, but I must I must reiterate or explain or... Anyway, so last night, Seth Rollins is having a match with Braun Strowman, and the lights go out. By the way, as Braun is about to win, so this is how they're building up Seth Rollins for the for the pay-per-view. They're doing a great job building up The Fiend. They're doing a horrendous job building up Seth Rollins for this match. 
Seth Rollins is about to get power slammed and pinned. And the lights go out. And when they come back on, The Fiend is in the ring. He has put the mandible claw on Braun Strowman. He's put him out. Braun tries to struggle to his feet. The Fiend puts him back in the mandible claw. And Braun is just defeated by this Fiend. Now, the good news is, unlike last week, Seth Rollins wasn't crying in the corner. But he was screaming. Okay? Now, everyone is entitled to their opinion. Okay? If you're a big fan of superhero movies or whatever Dave mentioned last night, Avengers, or whatever, and you're cool with that kind of stuff in your pro wrestling, hey, more power to you, okay? If you believe that Bray Wyatt putting on a mask, if, if, if you can suspend your disbelief that when this guy puts a mask on, like, he causes the top babyface to be trapped in the ring crying in the corner, and you're cool with that, that's fine, okay? But I am not fine with that. It's Bray Wyatt in a costume, okay? That's what it is. Now, this isn't even like, you know, the Undertaker character back in the day where his character was that he was a dead man, like he's a dead guy, and he has supernatural powers. We actually haven't seen any supernatural powers from this fiend. I guess he can shut the lights on and off, and he disappears in the dark, but there's been nothing supernatural about this fiend, okay? And by the way, in the opening interview with Seth Rollins, when Seth Rollins cut his promo at the beginning of the show talking about being attacked, he did not say, by the fiend. Seth Rollins said he was attacked by Bray Wyatt. Seth Rollins knows that the fiend is Bray Wyatt. He knows that this guy is wearing a mask. So why is he crying like a baby? Why is he screaming? I don't like this. If you like it, fine. Okay? There's a million ways that you can effectively do this without Seth Rollins crying because the living incarnation of evil, or whatever he called it, that's what he thinks that Bray Wyatt is when he puts his mask on. I don't buy this for a second. Okay? If you do, great. I think it's stupid. If you want to do a storyline where, man, Bray's come back, and he's wearing this mask to intimidate people, because it is a creepy mask. And he's he's laying out everybody with he's laid out Braun Strowman. He's taken Finn Balor out for months. Like, he is a dangerous, dangerous man. And dude, I got my work cut out for me. Great! I'm fine with that. But when he puts a mask on, he's not a supernatural being. He's Bray Wyatt in a costume. Seth has even said it himself. So that's my takeaway on this thing right here. That's it. If you like it, great. I don't like that aspect of it. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and echo that. I, I won't put All it right. any better than that. The only thing I'm going to add on to it is why you have to sacrifice everything pro wrestling. You know, like you said, why can't this just be a guy who he is crazy now? He is a little unhinged now. He's back. He's crazy. He's going to take it out on these guys and. You mentioned it during the show with Dave last night. It's kind of been one of my things with Bray Wyatt attacking these old people over and over again. Why not have Seth Rollins actually try to hit a move on Bray? But guess what? Bray stuffs it, you know, and, and that's the cause of panic for Seth Rollins. That's the wrestling portion of the proceedings. But well, let me say this. Have... Let me say this about that, Mike. Good. So that is a great idea, but it's one of these things that they have done 
where everything is about the moment. Yeah. Here's my example. So, yes, Seth should go and hit a curb stomp on Bray Wyatt, and Bray pops up from it and puts him in the mandible claw. Now, next week on Raw, Seth has something to be worried about. Not that the guy's wearing a mask, but that, dude, my move didn't work on this guy, and he laid me out. This is a dangerous opponent. But the problem is... They were so determined to protect Braun Strowman at the pay-per-view last month that he no-sold three curb stomps. So you really can't go back to that again, unless the storyline is that Seth's move just doesn't work on anybody anymore. They should have been forward-thinking and thought, you know what, we need to save that spot for Bray. And so we either need to not do a match with Braun Strowman, or we need to not do the spot where he no-sells three curb no, stops. Brian, but here's the thing. Seth Rollins does an interview a couple days ago, and I know it drew the ire of some people, I think, for, for too much of a reason because he says, you know, why, is, why does it take you four times to, to use the curb stomp and have it work? Well, my knee is tweaked now, and, and that's why. And I think people got upset about that, but it's like, why not incorporate that actually into the show then? You know, as a reason, a, a reason that weakness is, is being shown for that move. You know, a, a actual nobody should have been mad about that. By the place. way, that's a perfectly logical explanation as to why his move didn't work. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it was just probably people who you know would be pro EW or whatever it is. Mine didn't work because it was slippery. Well, it's you know, <laughs> exactly, and, and and Nick Gage is a large man, but it also falls into Seth Rollins as cowardly goofball baby face, who frankly has kind of been put. You know, even more in a in a second. I'm not saying in a secondary position, but like his girlfriend became the man, and then like the geekification of Seth Rollins over the last couple of of, of months, certainly in the last couple of weeks. I mean, that's that perception to me is very real. Kevin Owens as failed babyface. I mean, pick your failed baby faces on that roster and. Again, I just kind of I get it, but you know, here's also a thing when people want to go point to the past and go, "Well, what about this? What about this?" I've been saying it for years. The Undertaker and the higher power and Vince McMahon's teddy bear and that being lit on fire and all that other stuff, it was hokey then too. But guess what? They happen to be raging uh, a raging success. And they're trying to copy. I, I get what they're trying to do. This is Vin, classic Vince McMahon. And in some ways, this is, as far as the reintroduction of the Bray Wyatt character, it is absolutely amazing. But they're doing it, sacrificing every other piece of logic and, frankly, Seth Rollins along the way. And they didn't do a very good job of it. Now, him, Bray Wyatt, and Braun last night, I will say this. As far as looking into the future as somebody that could possibly take Bray out down the line... Yeah, I mean, if they do this carefully, Braun could be that guy. We'll see what happens here. But, you know, I'm not, again, this is not against the Bray Wyatt character even for me as much as we'll see what happens where they go with this too. I mean, they have to prove it to me with these stories. They they, they have to prove it to me. It's not me, like, giving them the, the benefit of the doubt or the faith because, again, look at Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. You know, pick, pick your feud, Roman Reigns and, and Daniel Bryan slash Eric Rowan. I mean, they've all been... And we, we've gotten what we've gotten. Beginning in late October, Impact Wrestling airing Tuesdays at 8 Eastern on Access Television. Impact will debut in the time slot Tuesday, October 22nd. Preview special Tuesday, October 29th will be their official launch date. Preview special will recap the October 20th Bound for Glory pay-per-view, preview the weekly series, as well as air non-televised matches from Bound for Glory. The show will remain at two 
hours. So if you're a fan of wrestling, you're going to get three hours on Monday of Raw, two hours of Impact on Tuesday, two hours of NXT, and two hours of AEW on Wednesday, and then on Friday, two hours of SmackDown. So who's going to take that Thursday slot? Ring of Honor? Can we get Sinclair to move Ring of Honor to two hours on Thursday? I guess we shall see. Also, October 2nd, NXT, a second title rematch. Undisputed Era will defend their titles against the Street Profits on October 2nd. That's the same night Candice LeRae challenges Shayna Baszler for the NXT women's title. It is possible that tag title match will be inside a steel cage. We shall see. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit one quick three minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 
800-593-7491. Call now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, we got a lot of feedback on The Fiend. Let's find out what people think about this. This person here says, I agree, Brian. I don't want to see baby faces crying like a little baby screaming in fear. It is ridiculous. WWE has been doing a great job at making Seth the biggest geek loser nerd. They're telling the wrong story. I'd rather see Seth not scared and ready to fight. And then when he's in the fight, he gets scared because nothing works to put him down. Well, you could do that, especially if especially if Bray's winning. Seth can go in there overconfident, but his moves don't work. And now he's screwed. Ray Mysterio winning that number one contenders match was such a great moment. Yes, it was. The The fatal five-way on the show last night on Raw was great. And... Chad Gable also. The match with Baron Corbin was just there. It was the total opposite of last week. But, man, the people want to see Chad Gable succeed. He he needs to win, like, on Raw next week or on the SmackDown debut on Fox or the very latest at the next pay-per-view. If they right. keep beating him, they're just going to lose it. Now's your chance to pull the trigger on this guy. Well, you're but see, this is what I'm talking about with Gable is the same thing that I, I've mentioned about, like with Cedric and Ali and Buddy Murphy too. same thing. You got to get this guy a win over somebody at some point and him sending Baron Corbin packing after Corbin does something to him to set up the match at the pay-per-view is fine with me. As long as there is something impactful on that television show. And to me, it balances things out. You know, it, it cannot be all heat. You know, it's either got to be 50-50 where Gable fights Corbin off or, or Gable at least, you know, it looks good and it leads people to want to see them at the pay-per-view. I mean, to me, that's how I, w- I would play that game because I think they're them together, they have been good. And I think, yeah, the match wasn't as good as the one last week, but I, I, I was I was more... I was more satisfied with it than you were, and I think at the end of it, I felt good for the possible direction they were going, which is Baron ultimately, he can wear the the, the royalty stuff all he wants, but ultimately he's going to tap out to that ankle lock. Dude, he should have done it last like night. I'd like to think so. He needs to do it now. So. Listen well, to me. The people liked Ollie. The people liked Cedric. But the people love Gable. I don't know what it is. I don't know if they like his style of work the best of the three. Well, I don't know if his, his sad puppy dog <laughs> face that he does all the time when people call him short. I don't know what it is. But the, the wins that he got in King of the Ring, every building they were in, the place went nuts. When he almost beat Corbin last week, the place went nuts. And last night when he almost beat the guy, the place went nuts. They really like Chad Gable. They've got to do something with this guy, like quick, because otherwise the people are going to give up on him. They've learned their lesson many, many times. This person here says, The build for The Fiend has been great. I've enjoyed all of the Firefly Funhouses, everything they have done with Bray. However, they finally have something that can be bigger than anything in the modern era. Why is The Fiend concerned with the title? He should be out there destroying people, and if he does win the title, he needs to burn it. He doesn't need that belt. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. 
Let's let's be concerned with what we've got right now. Is that the, the new sacrifice to Sister Abigail? Okay, I guess I'm going too deep into the story already. This person says, for as great as the Fiend attack was on Braun, can we get a Wyatt segment where Michael Cole isn't screaming, the Fiend is here! Oh, God, that's, the, oh, that's one of the other problems with it, too, is, is, oh, man, there are times where they're out of control in that booth, and it's great, because I, I and I'm going to get killed for this, I think Corey Graves is fantastic. I think Fantastic? Here's, well, here's the thing. I think he is now how they are produced, how they are laid out and all that stuff. But his his wit, the one liners, some of that stuff, I think, can be great. But like, again, when the WWE announced the the cheap banter between Renee and, and Corey, you know, some of the lines that they're certainly that they are fed. And Michael Cole, again, and this is not this is not Michael Cole. This is the branding of how they want these things. But, yeah, the fiend, the fiend. It's just. You're 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 actually taking away the effect that you want by beating it to death. This is the same thing when it comes to Ricochet's a superhero. Ricochet's a real life super. He's a superhero. Kids like him because he's a superhero. Relax. You know. Again, every time you force feed it, you either make it uncool or you beat it to death or you just you take away. Most certainly, you take away the effect of it. And if they just could pump the brakes on it i mean they already have the trademark for the fiend i'm sure you don't have to beat it to death it's just and that's a problem so person says i think it was hilarious watching seth rollins weep in the corner like a scared little boy when the fiend confronted him and you know who's not doing that really minora suzuki and you know what also to everybody that's trying to compare the two things guess what's not the main event guess what's not actually the money drawing thing jushin liger as kishin liger and minora suzuki Period. Well, he's going to main event the Tokyo Dome. What, with Kishin Liger? Well, one of the Ligers, whatever the feud is, that's going to be the main event of the second night of the Dome. We'll, we'll see how that goes, too, because there could be a gauntlet for that. I mean, we, we got to see where that actually goes here. But as far as, like, the initial comparisons here of what's going on with Minoru Suzuki and Liger, uh, we'll see about that because they're also set up for Sumo Hall here. So we'll see what trajectory they actually take with this. But remember, if this is going to be the end, you know, if you're comparing it with The Fiend, so does that mean it, everything's going to be over after the next big show? Because that's what this is. This is a retirement. So they may be retiring the Kishin Liger character along with Jushin Thunder Liger. We'll see. Seth Rollins, it's not the same thing, though. Seth Rollins' reaction to The Fiend should be similar to Shawn Michaels, to Mankind at Mind Games, a rougher, more aggressive attitude and style. Yeah, Shawn didn't cry. No. Everybody brings up Triple H when, when Foley came out in the, in the Cactus Jack year. He didn't cry. He didn't scream. He put it over. He was concerned. But he didn't cry. Did John Cena cry when he was getting suplexed all over the place by, by John Cena? John Cena Did suplexed he, John Cena? No, when Brock Lesnar was suplexing oh, Brock John Lesner. Cena yeah. 78 million times, did John Cena cry in the corner because he just couldn't get one over on Brock? No, he looked like well, he Seth was... Well, Seth didn't either, to be fair. No, he's Brock has been suplexing crying. that guy all over the place. That was the whole build to SummerSlam. Well, yeah, but I mean, but, but the point is, it's not like Cena was upset and crying in the corner. He went out there and he got beat up and everything, but there was like, there was at least like, wow, I can't overcome this guy. Everything I try, I'm just getting thrown around here. I'm getting destroyed. It's like a Lennox Lewis going out there against Hasim Rockman the first time or a fighter going out there and just getting whooped the first time around because he just doesn't know what to do with this guy. And again, the, the taking all the pro wrestling aspect out of this story and just making it ooh spooky scary time, 
I mean, I just, again, you know, Seth Rollins, he went from crying in the corner to now he's like, he's frozen, he's paralyzed, and I get it. You need to have some wrestling logic in your brain because as soon as the music hits and lights go up for everybody, everybody gets paralysis in the ring. It's a very terrible thing that that always, you know, takes its toll on pro wrestlers once the music hits. But this is, again, taking it to a complete another level that, Again, the credibility for Seth isn't there for me, and the credibility for the whole thing isn't there for me. Let's go to the phone, Joe, on the air. What's up? Hi. Uh, this is Matt from Delaware calling. Uh, I just wanted to switch gears a little bit and talk about the New Japan shows this weekend and uh, the United States um, lineups, and particularly just looking at this lineup, um, why did uh, why did it seem like Philadelphia really got the short of the stick uh, with, the, with these shows? I mean, you look at the lineups, uh, and both nights, the main events are like kind of cool tag matches with Okada and Ibushi, and they both have title matches. Uh, night three in Philadelphia, there's no Okada, and the main event is like a match that involves uh, Ghetto and the Rock and Roll Express. Uh, so it's as someone who is thinking of going, it seems kind of like a little bit of a letdown after like uh, they haven't been here in maybe about four years or so for the Global Wars. And it just seems kind of weird that they would come back with a. Uh, such a weaker show for their first time around the 2300 for years. Well, I mean, yes, there's no Okada on the show, and there is the elimination main event. But, I mean, the Rock and Roll Express are in that match, but it is an elimination match. And so if you look at the talent in that match, I mean, this could end up being an incredible match by the end. If you, if you get rid of the Rock and Roll Express fairly early and you get rid of Ghetto, and you get rid of... I guess that's most of the people you got to get rid of. I mean, what's left... I mean, they could have an incredible match as they do the eliminations. You've got Kota Bushi and TJP against Evil and Bushi. That should be good. Juice Robinson, Show and Yo versus Naito, Sonata, and Shingo. That should be really good. I mean, it's not a terrible card. It's I can understand you thinking it's not as good as the first two nights, but I think if you go... I don't think that you will be disappointed. I could be wrong. I wouldn't think so. Although I, I do understand, though. I mean, I absolutely understand, you know, it, but it's it's just one of those things. And I wouldn't feel too bad because I have a feeling they'll be back, <laughs> you know, next year, too, or, uh, you know, before too long as well, too. I mean, there's a part about being a, uh, a, a resident close to the Philadelphia area. It's like uh, being close to Boston or Chicago. It's uh, You're always going to be taken care of at some point or another when it comes to wrestling. So, you know, it stinks, but but, but hold tight. Person says, I think people are overreacting to what Kenny Omega has been saying on social media. As you said, Brian, he's turning heel. Remember that promo he cut on Moxley a few weeks ago where he showed zero sympathy towards him? That was the double turn. It started all then and there. I think yeah. you're right. I think that's what they're doing. I have no idea. It's it's still astounding to me that people haven't figured out what's going on here. Like they're they're legitimately irritated by Kenny Omega. Like that's the point. Why are we legitimately irritated? You can be if you want to. Like if you want to not figure out what pro wrestling is, if you want to pretend it's real in 2019, I mean go for it. But it's a work. It's a character. It's turning heel. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
Now's the time to travel and be with the people you care about the most. And at Holiday Inn and Holiday Inn Express, we're helping you be there for less. Save at least 25% at thousands of hotels worldwide if you book by September 24th. You won't want this moment to pass you by. So book today at HolidayInn.com. Terms and conditions apply. And here's today's BRP safety tips. Riding outdoor recreational vehicles can be fun. These safety tips can help make your outdoor experience safe and enjoyable. Enroll in a motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, or water safety course. Depending on the vehicle, always wear protective gear. Helmets, life jackets, goggles, long sleeve shirts and pants, and gloves will help keep you incident-free. Always stick to the correct and legal number of people on your outdoor machine. And now a word from BRP. It's time for the Yellow Tag Sales event at your local BRP dealer, where you can save big on new Can-Am off-road vehicles. Can-Am vehicles were made to perform and make the most out of any challenge. And right now, quality costs less. Because you can save up to $2,000 on select Can-Am vehicles. Just stop by your local BRP dealer right now before the Yellow Tag Sales event is gone. Offer ends September 30th, 2018. Certain conditions may apply. See dealer for details. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. At Indeed, we believe a resume is a great way to see an overview of a candidate. But you're not hiring a resume. You're hiring a person. That's why Indeed offers tools that help bridge the gap between a candidate and the resume. Like skill tests, which let you actually see a candidate's abilities in action to make sure they're a good fit for the job. See beyond the resume with Indeed. Experience Indeed for yourself today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting at Indeed.com promo. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi on WrestlingObserver.com. I got the most bizarre text message during the break. Mm-hmm. This person here says, the quote, fatal stipulation means first fall wins. A fatal five-way cannot be an elimination match. Sorry, it is a pet peeve of mine when they do that, and they said it so many times. My friend, what are you talking about? Have you invented a rule in your head? They've been doing fatal four-way and five-way elimination matches for, like, they did one, WrestleMania 2000. It was The Rock. Who was, who was it? It was Rock, 
Big, Big show. show, Mick Foley, and Triple H. Everybody gets a McMahon. Fatal four-way elimination match. That was the year 2000. It's been 19 years. They did one at Insurrection. They've been doing them for two decades now. Why are you pulling out Insurrection? A fatal four-way, fatal five-way. They've done fatal four-way tag team elimination matches. They've done fatal four-way women's elimination matches. Fatal does not mean first fall wins. Maybe it should, but yeah, they, they've had four-way elimination, you know, fatal four-way elimination matches for a long time. I think the only time that that's, 19 ever, years. A, that's ever an official, unofficial thing is the triple threat was always an elimination match, but the three-way dance was always one fall. Isn't that how that one worked? Well, it doesn't triple even threat, matter. You're always going to have somebody. That was a very ECW thing, but it, it always seemed to be that was the, the unofficial written rule was for those two. They literally can change the rules anytime they want. There, there, is no, there is no canon in WWE. Canon is whatever Vince decides on any given day. There should be. But in general, for 19 years now, they've been doing Fatal 4-Way and Fatal 5-Way and Fatal Tag Team and Women's and everything, elimination matches. Bert says, WWE Untold, that's got to be Kane, is very, very good. Well, Filthy and I are going to watch that tomorrow for the Filthy 4 Daily Show, so you can look forward to... That. Has he moved to Knoxville yet just to be a constituent of Glenn Jacobs? No, of course not. Come on. Mm. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's happening, my friend? Hey, Brian. I just want to say congratulations. Uh, first of all, I'm very happy for you and your family. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to talk about uh, some baffling <clears throat> some baffling booking choices. Uh, normally, it's uh, with the you know, main roster, obviously, but... Uh, what's going on with Matt Riddle right now and the Killian Dane angle? I am really not oh, sure what's happening. You kidding? I. Why are you asking I me? I had to go back. <laughs> I had to go back in time, Brian, all the way to July seventeenth, when uh, after uh, post match beatdown angle with our boy Huas, he put him through the floor and uh, was you know. Left, left standing tall, and we're like, oh, okay, you know, he'll uh, he'll get his comeuppance the next week. Next week, video package with Killian Dane talking about how he wanted to attack uh, Riddle. Next week, Riddle accepts the challenge, bro. Let's let's do this match. Finally, the next week, no match happens because Killian Dane attacks Matt Riddle before the match. And Matt Riddle gets literally nothing in. Like, he gets nothing. I had to go back and rewatch it. He gets absolutely nothing. He ends up just basically looking like a geek. So it's like, okay, next week, takeover. Or I think the next week, yeah. Well, the next, yeah, the seventh in the takeover. There was nothing on the card, but I was actually in the building, and everybody popped really hard when, when uh, uh, Riddle showed up. Finally, he's going to do this thing. He's going to call him out. They're going to do the thing. Remember, remember with uh, Catchstone, he like he like gives him the knee strike, and like seven seconds, it's over. I'm like, finally, we'll we'll put him over strong. No, no, he gets like a little bit, but Killian Dane like basically destroys him in that beatdown, and like he was left looking like a complete chump, which takes us into these. <laughs> well, no, not even. That takes us into a complete clean victory over him on the 21st. 
You guys remember that? I do remember keeping that. Keeping them clean. Keeping yes. them clean in the ring. Like, decisively, right? No shenanigans. Okay. That takes us into these street fights. What, who's, who's getting over in this? Like, I don't understand this angle. Well, what's also you know what I mean? what's like, also baffling, my friend, I want to thank you very much for the call. If you want to talk about baffling, besides a street fight leading to a street fight, I mean, whoever wins that match faces Adam Cole on, I presume, October 2nd. So, this is the debut head-to-head with AEW. Now, I don't know if they're going to do this, but I mean, they could do a title change right there. So Matt Riddle could end up the NXT champion after a summer of the most preposterous booking, building up somebody ever. Or he goes in there, and he beats Killian Dane and then he loses to Adam Cole. They could also do that. I mean, my thought is if Triple H, when he said nothing's going to change, it's all going to be exactly the same. Well, if that's the case, if this is a television match, then Matt Riddle is not winning the title. They do those changes on takeovers. So, like, if Matt Riddle goes in and beats Adam Cole, I mean, that is a change. No matter what he said about how things aren't going to change, that's a change. Now, that is an aberration because it is the first live show head-to-head, that sort of thing. But, I don't know. I don't know what they are doing with this program. I mean, listen, I love Killian Dane, but (laughs) this ain't Vader. This, This guy had been on hiatus forever after doing nothing on the main roster. And you bring him in, and that's what fans remember. And now he's running roughshod over Matt Riddle, and he's just beating him like a drum and laying him out and beating him clean. I mean, not a big fan of this storyline. But hey, we'll see where it goes. Not everything can be a home run. Person says, remember when Triple H cried when Braun had him by the throat at Survivor Series? No, actually, I don't remember that. Did he cry? Well, no, he he had him by the throat, and he made that that the triple face, and he was real red. Yeah, that's... He did do that, absolutely. And Triple H, it looked like he cried, but and he, Triple H did get made fun of for that. And we haven't really heard of it or seen any footage of that since, have we? Yeah, but you, you know, know what, so everybody, you know what? They dropped it, but you know what? It was it was mildly effective there. But well, again. there's another big point everyone's missing: a big, giant mammoth of a man mm-hmm. was throttling him by the throat. And Triple H was in a in a suit, if I remember correctly. He was so, not in. He was not wrestling H. My, but that, you're missing the point. Like, yeah, if someone grabs you by the throat that has a hand the size of a Mack truck, then, oh. yeah, maybe you'll cry. That didn't happen with Seth Rollins. He sat there in the corner. First off, he was trapped in the corner. You know how hard it is to get trapped in the corner of the ring? Like, there's nothing there but air and three ropes. Like, how can you not get out? And he cried. The, 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 the fiend hadn't even laid a hand on him. The big Man, difference goes from like wrestler paralysis to like sleepwalking i mean that's essentially what it is seth rollins is having night terrors and that's essentially what he admitted to yesterday he's it's a walking nightmare for him it's just oh god bless you know i don't we'll, we'll see we'll, this person, we'll see this person says i don't know but in a weird way this is hamish by the way i am slowly warming up to baron corbin ever since his quarterfinal match with cedric he has been very impressive sure he's had guys like cedric ricochet joe and chad gable to work with Listen, I put, I put Baron Corbin over last week. I said the guy has improved dramatically in the last couple of months. He was excellent in the tournament. He had nothing but good matches. More power to the guy. Then last night, it was the same old Baron Corbin. Do you know how many chin locks we had in that stupid match last night? 
I mean, come on. He's got enough heat. I don't need to see him laying on the mat with Chad Gable, just beating the guy like a drum, and then the lame DQ finish. I was not enamored by that match last night after I'm a great so, string by Baron. I still feel as though I'm right about Baron Corbin because if you have these matches a lot more randomly, I mean, you can show this guy off a lot more and he'd be a lot more acceptable and then just go away heat for the most part of what he's got now just by not being a main character why this guy has got to be king corbin why he's got to be this this solo showcase guy i don't get when he would be better off as a member of a group playing the heavy and being able again being able to utilize you know he's he's got far better skills you know athletically than the big boss man does i mean he's a, he was an nfl athlete he's a high he was a high level athlete so when you're able to, to sh- showcase that and pull it off, you know, again, a lot more strategically, I think it would help the guy out a lot, especially long term. Him, again, even in this character, even with a little bit of a fresh coat of paint on him, I just I, I don't know if people at this point are going to accept him more than anything of what, what he is, no matter how hard they try. This person here says, correction, Brian, NXT title change hands on TV. Joe Nakamura and Ciampa all won the title on TV not take over. Well, first off, Joe won the title at NXT TakeOver Toronto, which I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure TakeOver Toronto was a takeover. So he also won it at a house show, I guess, but which is not TV, but I forget the circumstances of, of that one. And what was the other name? Champa. Champa won in Winter Park, Florida. WWE recognizes the rain as beginning on July 25th when the match aired on tape delay. So he beat Aleister Black at a television taping. And then what was the other one? Joe Nakamura or Nakamura. Well, Nakamura won in in, uh, Osaka. So that doesn't count. That was a that was a special uh, network special, if I recall correctly. But Nakamura winning in Japan. I mean, that's a special show. This person here says, Mike, Triple H was in that Survivor Series match. I don't know what he's talking about. The throttling? Well, when, he was, when he was grabbed by the neck? I don't think he was. I thought that was he went out there to save Stephanie or he stared down Stephanie or something, too. I thought that was after the fact, but I, I could be wrong. I'm trying to find this thing. This person here says, Fatal is a playoff of sudden death rules. That's why a multi-man with Fatal in the title is supposed to... No, you're making this up. You're making this up in your own head. Yeah, the reason time you're doing the it. reason they came up with fatal was because they were doing four ways. So they wanted fatal four way. They didn't want to say deadly four way. Has to be fatal four way or fatal five way. That's where fatal came from. They've never had a rule where fatal means sudden death ever. This person here said. As far as NXT being in full sale, one thing I noticed was that they darkened the arena like a takeover, something they'd never done for TV. Made it so hard to tell how small the building was if you're a new viewer. Yes, they did produce it differently, but you could hear that there were 350 people in the building. I mean, when you can hear individual fans screaming and echoes on the walls, I mean, it's pretty much abundantly clear you're not in a gigantic building. But yes, the production was good. And actually... Yesterday, I think it was Jaime said that it looked fuzzy on his TV. Dude, you need a new TV because it was the same. In fact, I was told they may even have used new cameras for that shoot. Okay. So, I mean, absolutely. Fuzzy. Yeah, maybe Jaime was a little fuzzy. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> Were you a little fuzzy, Jaime? Is that the problem? Was it you and not the TV? Hit the dispensary before that one. Oh, come on, Mike. <laughs> this person here says, something you have not mentioned yet is they took away Baron Corbin's first name. There is a rule in theater called show, don't tell. WWE thinks they have to literally tell you that Baron Corbin is a king every time he's on TV, even though he is going to come out, and he is dressed as a king. You can't change the name of an established character on any TV show. It's just sad. Wait a second. They do that all the What? Well, he's they, saying, that's... he's saying like, if this were an actual television show, like, know. you wouldn't just one day have Kramer have a different name. Like, today he's Franklin. He changed he his did. name for some reason. He, he did. All of a sudden, it was Cosmo. Get out of here. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your card? Are repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to 
determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. That's 800-430-9571. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. The one name, the one name I choose. This person says they did actually try to change Kramer's name to Cosmo because of the real guy they named the character after was trying to get financial compensation. Well, there's what next? Hey, and listen. Hey, Mia Culpa to me, too, by the way, too. Triple H, as I look up this picture, uh, was in the in the tank top there. It was uh, getting choked out by Braun in the Raw shirt, so that's what it was. So we're almost there, everybody. My first book signing, 100 Things WWE Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. Saturday, October 12th, Barnes & Noble in Northgate, just outside of Seattle. It'll be at 2 o'clock p.m. if you want to grab a copy of 100 Things WWE Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. Have me sign it. Have a chit-chat. Have some fun. That's going to be the date. Mark it down on your calendar. Saturday... October 12th, 2 o'clock p.m., the Northgate Barnes & Noble. It's like five minutes from Seattle, maybe ten minutes. No matter where you are, you are close to the Barnes & Noble in Northgate if you're in the Seattle area. so They got a Starbucks in that one? They have them everywhere. You kidding me? If not, they have one next door or underneath or above the Barnes & Noble. <laughs> Saturday, October 12th, 2 o'clock p.m., Northgate Barnes & Noble. I'll see you there, everybody. And I will see you all later on tonight because we have a brand new Brian and Vinny and Craig show, Retro Raw and Nitro from 19 years ago this week. Should be a time, everybody. So sign up today at WrestlingObserver.com to hear all of these shows, two to three shows every single day for subscribers. We're not talking one podcast a week, everybody, if you sign up. Two to three daily, 15 to 18 a week, and an archive of 10,000. So if you are a wrestling fan and you love audio, Sign up at WrestlingObserver.com, and you'll never run out. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.